You're listening to the FSA Podcast with your host, Brent Cromer. Hello and welcome to another episode of the FSA Podcast. I'm your host, Brent Cromer, and I'm here with my co-host, Brooklyn Elwert. So, Brooke, why don't you tell the viewers a little bit about you, who you are, what you do, and, and why um, you know people might want to listen to you. All right. So hello, everyone. My name is Brooklyn or Brooke. I am the founder, owner of Balanced Imperfection Fitness and Nutrition. So we pretty much do, you know, fitness, nutrition, coaching all online with our clients. Um, Why you want to listen to me? I don't know. Maybe stick around and hopefully we have some, some good tips for you. (laughs) So much suspense, so much. So guys, uh, for those of you listening that don't know, Brooke and I are actually in a beautiful committed relationship. So we are actually in, uh, opposite rooms of the house. So to, to add to the, uh, the excitement of this call here today. So what her and I are going to go over is something that's really relevant to both of us, uh, especially at this point in our lives. It's just being ultra efficient um, with what you do in your business, maximizing your time on your calendar, and then also finding some time to go out and enjoy yourself, right? Um, to enjoy what you work for and how you can actually you know, find a way to do that. And then we'll let you guys in on what we're doing currently and how we're able to travel the country at a pretty low cost. A little hack for you guys if you stick around towards the end of the podcast. So Brooke, um, you know, what, what kind of coaching do you do? Who do you target? And um, you know, who do you specialize in helping? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like I said, we do fitness, nutrition coaching, um, some mindset coaching as well, because of course that usually goes along with achieving our health and fitness goals. Um, primarily we work with really like busy professionals specifically in the healthcare field. So what we find in this demographic is that people are constantly taking care of everyone else, right? Like whether they're nurses or doctors or, you know, physical therapists, like the common theme is that they're constantly taking care of everyone else and it can be really easy to put themselves on the back burner. So that's Mm -hmm. really our goal is to help them make themselves a priority again, um, being as efficient as they can with their time, because we know healthcare workers work very busy schedules. Um, so that's kind of our main focus is helping them achieve their health and fitness goals while being realistic, right. Being sustainable with it. Yeah. Talk about being realistic. Like what, what makes your program, uh, like more realistic than say like a fad diet or, you know, Uh, aggressive, uh, aggressive calorie cutting, things like that. Like what makes yours uh, more sustainable? Yeah. So I think the common thing with fad diets is that they're, they're always very drastic, right? Going from Mm. zero to a hundred right away. So people will just like cut out carbs or, you know, cut out all fast food, cut out all sugar. And I mean, a lot of the clients we work with come to us with this background of cycling through all these different fad diets where they say, you know, I got results really quickly, but then I couldn't figure out how to sustain the weight loss, or I I just couldn't keep up with it. Like it was draining or it was, you know, so restrictive. So our approach, we really focus on, you know, that flexible dieting approach. So making sure they're not completely cutting out foods, unless of course they have food allergies or something like that, where it's necessary, but, um, making sure they're incorporating all the foods they love taking things slow, right? Like habit stacking is what we like to do. So not implementing 20 different habits right off the bat. We like to meet them where they're at. So getting that good 
understanding that good foundation of where they're at currently with their nutrition, with their movement, with their schedule, right? Mm -hmm. And then, you know, starting to implement a couple habits, getting consistency with those, and then building from there. Um, But yeah, our our main focus is always going back to what's going to be sustainable long-term. Sometimes it's a little bit of trial and error, right? Finding what works, what doesn't work for them. Um, And yeah, overall, just prioritizing their overall health so that we make sure they can sustain those goals long-term. Right. Okay. Okay. And then from, you know, this, this is going to be very, uh, you know, heavily targeted towards like those business owners that are very much in the business, right? Um, We get requests all the time, um, like for our FSA students where they're, you know, they want to know the best way of like maximizing their calendar space, right? So this is something that we've been uh, focusing very heavily on for those students. And Brooke, I feel like you do a pretty great job. One, I see it uh, first and foremost from a personal perspective and a business perspective. So how do you go about like time blocking your calendar from like a very high level Mm -hmm. overview? Like what, what does that generally look like for you? Mm, Okay. So I'm going to try to keep these answers short and sweet, (laughs) not have too much fluff in here, but yeah, Google calendar first off is essential as a business owner. Before I was using Google calendar, I was just like, I mean, a written planner is great as well, but you still just kind of feel all over the place. So Google calendar, if you don't already use it would highly recommend. Um, but that's really what I use for time blocking. So what you can do in Google calendar is basically block out like hours of your day, or you can go by half hour. You can go by 15 minute increments to make sure like every hour of the day is as efficient as possible. Um, Mm -hmm. So what I like to do is obviously most of us have like recurring events, right? Whether it's meetings or if it's your client check-ins. So making sure you block that into your Google calendar. um, So, you know, you have that time allocated for those meetings or for those specific tasks. And then, um, so those things are in there recurring. And then from there each week I'll go in and, and put in, whatever other tasks I have that week. Um, So the reason time blocking is so helpful is because, again, going back to what I used to do, I would just have this long to-do list and each day I would just kind of take it like one thing at a time, like, hmm, what should I work on next? And I'd spend so much time just thinking like, what should I be working on? Versus if you, you plan ahead, you have those time blocks, you're not wasting time just thinking about what to do because you already have it scheduled. Exactly. Does that make sense? Makes yeah. perfect sense to me. So, so for the viewers mm-hmm. there, um, or the listeners rather, what, what, whether mm-hmm. you're viewing on YouTube or on uh, Spotify or whatever it is, but essentially what we're trying to explain here is like going through your Google calendar and just like marking down what you should be doing during this specific time. Right. So like the way that my day mm-hmm. starts out is I'm up at five 30 Okay. I am on my first meeting by 6 a.m., which is with my DMer. So I meet with my DMer right away to make sure that everything um, is tight knit, everything, every conversation is buttoned up nicely. Um, you know, did we get a response here? Did we get a response there? Um, did we struggle with any specific conversation? And if so, let's audit it and let's evaluate it so that next time my DMer um, either won't have to ask me the question or um, they'll they'll answer it in a more effective way, right? So 5.30, I'm up, 
six, I'm on a meeting for a half hour with my DMer. 6.30, I'm on a meeting with our client success coordinator, Wayne. Um, he's who, you know, within our program, he's who checks in on all of our um, active FSA clients, make sure everybody's doing well. Um, so those first two meetings of the day are critical for me, right? Um, they help me get a really good grasp on what's going on on the front end of the business with my DMer and the back end of the business with my client success coordinator. So that's how I start it. Uh, Brooke, what is what does your morning typically look like? Yeah. So I don't have any meetings right off the bat. Um, <laughs> Very different but I Yes. I feel like I love having my mornings to just like be in my zone and not get on meetings right away. We're kind of opposite in that aspect, but 5.30 AM morning routine. So taking a few minutes just to like get into my day, listen to an audiobook, just like you know, wake up essentially. And then 6am is when I start just like my morning tasks. So this is going to consist of looking at what we have coming up that day in terms of sales calls, triage calls, um, you know, looking at any like potential client resigns, um, you know, checking my wave account. Do we have any payments that declined? So really just looking at all the backend stuff, making sure we're set up for success for the day, um, sending out my message to our team in terms of what our day looks like, um, kind of checking in on everyone there. And then that's, yeah, I mean, depending on the day, it can look a little bit different in the morning, depending on what those um, specific tasks are, but setting up for the day is always the first thing. Mm -hmm. And then from there, we go to the gym. Yep, exactly. <laughs> so that's so. our next step. <laughs> Yeah. I feel like it's good perspective, right? Like you have me on like the one extreme where like, I need to be up and effective and efficient right away. Um, and then there's you who, who gets a, a very different start to the day, but obviously still very effective. Just, it takes a bit for you to, uh, to warm up to talking to other people. Right. Yes. So, uh, yeah, I think I, there, there's no wrong way to start the day. Um, but yeah, as a fitness, as a fitness professional, as a business owner, I think, you know, the, how you start the day is going to dictate how the rest of your day goes. Uh, just like with clients, if you roll out of bed, mm -hmm. you know, you, you just kind of mope around for the first three hours, don't really get much done. Everything gets pushed back. Like I, I doubt there's many of you listening that are like that, but if you are try to develop a very solid morning routine. So from what mm -hmm. we both uh, spoke about so far, essentially we're at, um, it's 7 a.m. at this point, right? So up at 5.30, meeting at 6, meeting at 6.30, which takes us to 7 a.m. Brooke and I both get mm -hmm. around. Uh, we make our our dextrose, uh, our drinks with our, you know, whatever. We get around for the gym. We head to the creatine, gym. At, dextrose. Yeah, dextrose, <laughs> creatine, all the good stuff there. We'll make our drinks. We'll hit the door. We go to the gym for an hour and a half, right? So it's like we finish... We, I say an hour and a half, uh, takes a little bit to drive there. Right. So we get there at seven 30 done by, uh, eight 30 home shower. Then next call is at nine. Okay. So that is a non-negotiable for both of us. So if you don't have a set morning routine, please just block out this time to where like you, you have time to be efficient in the morning. Oh, by the way, I meet with my DMR Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I know a lot of people ask me about that and they, they ask me, uh, like what that, that, conversation consists of. Um, so I kind of already shed some light on that, but it's Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So that means Tuesday and Thursday, when I get up in the morning, I have a good 45 minutes of just pure solo work. Okay. Schedule solo work, please, please, please. Okay. As a business owner, mm -hmm. you have to have that creative time alone, um, to audit your own systems, to, um, check on everything that maybe, you know, has, has hit the back burner from the previous day. 
please schedule solo time uh, for yourself throughout the day. Um, so that's, that's my snippet there, but Brooke, give us mm -hmm. some insight, you know, post gym, what does it look like for you? Yeah. So honestly, it, it really depends on the day. Cause of course, certain days of the week, I have meetings at certain times. Um, mm -hmm. but usually directly after the gym, that's my time for creating and posting content. So that's when, you know, I have that blocked in my calendar, content creation, post content. So I make sure that is a priority within my day. Um, and then right. do you want me to keep going or do you want to say what you do after the gym? Well, I, I think you, you hit a really good point. So like her content creation is yeah. right after the gym. Mine's at 2 p.m. MST. Uh, but the, mm -hmm. uh, the, the theory behind this, right, is please, in addition, block off time for your content. Otherwise, it won't get done. Um, yeah. I used to just post at random times throughout the day and sometimes it would get done. Sometimes I'd get busy and it wouldn't get done. Then I'd post like every other day or every third day. Um, as a business owner, that's not really conducive, uh, for growth. You have to have like omnipresence. You have to be there, um, every single day on somebody's feed. Uh, it's just, it sucks, right? I get it. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. you know, we hear people all the time. Some people love content. Some people hate it, right? There's no in between. Um, so just block off the time, please do yourself a favor. Um, have a good mm -hmm. solid morning routine, schedule your solo work and schedule your content. Okay. And set it as busy on your Google calendar. Do not let anybody book in this time. Um, it is a non-negotiable item. Okay. Um, yes. but for me after the gym, I usually roll right into, um, calls. I'm usually in a, a zoom vortex, uh, most of the day. What was very smart though. And I actually picked this up from Brooke. I block off a specific time in my day where it's set as triages, right? So like we triage um, people, just like I recommend all of our clients do 10, 15 minute conversations with possible prospects um, or mm -hmm. possible clients rather. Um, so blocking off like a good two hours to knock out all your triages for the day, because if you book a triage on the top of an hour or in the middle of an hour, it ruins a whole hour, right? So mm -hmm. Brooke, how do you, how do you yeah. go about your triages? Yeah. So I, like I said, I, I prefer to have my calls and meetings like in the afternoon. Um, so I usually have my mornings and like the first half of my day for more of just like solo work, like you like to call it or client check-ins as well. Mm -hmm. Um, so my triages I do from pretty much Well, we're in MST now, so it's different, but now it's from two to 4 PM. So essentially switch time zones. So I have two hours blocked off for triages. Now there is of course, sometimes where people request a specific time or they say, you know, they can't do until later in the evening or they can only do a morning call. So in that case, like I just make exceptions as needed, which isn't that often. Mm -hmm. Um, but it is so nice just batching those triages because then I'm in that headspace of taking triage calls and not going back and forth from doing a client check-in and then taking a triage and then doing content and then doing another check-in. Um, yep. cause yeah, our, our brain can definitely get scattered doing that. It can, and it, it can derail it an entire hour. Let's say, you know, um, mm -hmm. nothing was scheduled off like for this specific hour, um, at the beginning of the day, then a triage gets put in and it's like, Oh dang it. I was going to knock out this. Now there's a 15 mm -hmm. minute call smack dab in the middle of that hour. So it's like, you have like 15 yeah. minutes to start something, then hop on a triage. Then you have like a quick 30 minutes to go do something else before your next call. Mm -hmm. So it's like just time yeah. block on your calendar time for triages. And then you can mm -hmm. book them in, uh, through that. So yeah. also 
just like a side note, but kind of related. So I have triages set as 15 minute increments on Calendly, but I was finding that I would be on the call for 15 minutes and then I'd get on another call right away. So I wasn't leaving myself time to like put in the notes, get them booked for the 60. So then Mm -hmm. I'd get off all my triages and be like, oh my gosh, now I have to go back and like try to remember everything. So in Calendly, you can schedule like a five minute break in between bookings. So essentially my triages technically take up like a 20 minute spot because it's a 15 minute call, five minute break. Yeah. So I have time to to get all yep. my notes in. Yep. So Very that's been smart. helpful. Very good point there. So, so guys, how you're going to set mm-hmm. this up is in Google calendar, right? Uh, you're going to drag, uh, like a, let's say a two hour block or maybe a three hour mm-hmm. block for triages. You'll write triage in it. You'll make it whatever color you want, and then you'll set it as free. Okay. Mm-hmm. You'll set it as free so that you can book times in for that. Then you'll go to Calendly and you'll change your availability for that specific time block for your triage booking link. And then for your other booking links, everything will start after your triage call ends, right? So if you take triages, I know that's confusing from like 9 a.m. to noon, okay? All the rest of your calls will be from noon on, okay? And then your triage link will be from nine to noon. Uh, and you you have to set it as free in your Google uh, calendar so that you can actually book times in for that. Otherwise it'll show up as not available. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's how you can time block, uh, different things there. If you're confused, reach out to me. I'd love to explain it, um, a little bit better. Maybe I'll send you a loom video. Um, if you're a current client and you're listening, it's already in the course. Uh, so check that out. Um, so with that though, the reason that we're telling you guys how to be efficient with your time is because this is something that's, uh, very near and dear to both Brooke and I, um, we just left Ohio, um, which is extremely exciting. Uh, if you live in the Midwest, you know, um, if you know, you know, it's very dull and dreary and cold and rainy and uh, cloudy every single day. Um, so if you're, if you're in the Midwest and you're a business owner and you can live anywhere, please, um, do yourself a favor and get out. We've been, we've been in South Phoenix for a, what, a week now. Yeah, exactly. A week. <laughs> yeah. So we've been here for a week. We've, uh, we, we've already hit up Scottsdale. We've hit up Sedona. We've hit up Flagstaff. Uh, we've done all types of things in just the first seven days. We've hit up some hikes around, uh, the outside of Phoenix. Life is much better. Um, when you can, when, when you can directly see the benefits of doing what you do each day. Right. Yeah. So like Brooke and I, um, we will, we bust our ass all day long. And then we reward ourselves with a hike or with maybe like we check out like a new restaurant or we go to Scottsdale, we go, I don't know, shopping around. Um, It's just like, there's so much to do and there's like direct rewards, even if it's just an hour long hike, it shows Mm -hmm. you why you do what you do every single day. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, it is. It's so crazy that the difference between, cause we were just talking about yesterday, like when we were living in Ohio, our day was, you know, get up, work all day, you know, finish up in the evening and then pretty much just mm-hmm. sit on the couch, watch TV because there was nothing to go do. Nothing. But now it's so enjoyable because we're like, oh, let's get outside and go for a walk or go for a hike or, you know, just unplug for a little bit. And it definitely helps with feeling refreshed, getting back to work the next day. hundred percent. So I, I think, um, you know, as business owners ourselves and, and speaking to business owners, um, remind yourself why you do what you do, 
right? Mm -hmm. uh, go out. It doesn't have to be on a daily basis or even a weekly basis, but I would yeah. recommend at least a biweekly to monthly basis. Go out and do something and, and have something that you, you know, that you're working towards on a regular basis. Because if you're planning, uh, I don't know, a Disney trip six months out, right? And you just bust your ass and you work every single day. You're putting in the time, the work, the effort, the stress, the anxiety for a trip six months out. And then that week comes and goes and it's gone. That is mm -hmm. the exact lifestyle that most people live in their nine to five. Okay. So find a way in your personal life to do the things that you enjoy, where again, it can be very small. It can be very simple. It can be an hour a day or a week. Uh, but remind yourself why you're putting in all this effort, right? Mm -hmm. Because let's face it, you could very easily go get a job. <laughs> I just posted about this. You can go get a job at Chick-fil-A for 20 bucks an hour at this point, right? Like, you don't have to put in all this time and effort that you're putting in. Uh, that's not to discourage you, but it's to remind you that you're doing it for a reason. You're doing it for the freedom. So find ways to incorporate that freedom by, right? Bring it all back around by having a really optimized calendar by time blocking mm -hmm. and being very, uh, very, very intentional with your time slots each day. Do you have anything yeah. to add to that, Brooke? Yeah, I think that's one of the biggest things is, you know, working a nine to five, you have a set start time, set cutoff time. So being a business owner, it can be really easy to just work nonstop, right? Because you're working for yourself, you're working towards something that you're really passionate about. So while it's great to be putting in like all that time and effort, it's mm -hmm. also just as important to, to schedule breaks and you know, utilize that freedom that you have, because I know for most people who are online coaches, that's why you chose to go online and probably is to have that time freedom um, and probably like live where you want and things like that. So take advantage of it because I know Brent and I, like for a while, we got sucked into that cycle of just work all day, go to bed, work all day, go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> and it is exhausting. It, and, so, and it really is. And you know, it's not, it's not sustainable. It's kind of like being on one of yeah. those extreme diets, right? Like where it's chicken exactly, and rice and broccoli yeah. every day. It's just like, you, you have not, I'm, I don't want to say you have nothing to look forward to, but like, you don't get like those little excitements of like mm -hmm. having a taco, right? Like <laughs> reward mm -hmm. yourself, uh, <laughs> you know, as, as often as you need to, to keep yourself motivated because, you know, what's also very prevalent in small businesses, uh, is burnout, right? I can't remember mm -hmm. the statistic, but like, it's like, uh, like, God, I, I know it's close, but it's like 70 to 80% of businesses don't exist after five years. And a large majority of that of, sure is the finances, but it's also burnout. People start to realize that they're putting in all this effort, uh, to, to make half of what they could make at a, at a desk job. Right. Mm -hmm. So remind yourself why you do what you do and do it as often as, as you feasibly can. If it's on a daily basis, like kind of what we do, then great. Right. Um, and to, to give you yeah. guys, to give the listeners a little context as to what we do, it was a big change for us. This is again, very, uh, we, we like traveling, but we were living that life where we would book out a, uh, uh, hike or a vacation, you know, months out. And then we would go spend a week doing it. And then we're like, holy smokes, that went way too fast. And now we're back to the grind scheduling our next vacation three months out. Um, mm -hmm. if that's what you want, great. Uh, but if you, if you have freedom, I, I highly recommend, uh, I'll, I'll give you guys, I told you guys I would let you in on a little secret here. So here's here's some of the secret sauce that we've got for you. Okay, let me get adjusted in my chair here. Don't use Airbnb. Okay. Oh don't my use, gosh. 
don't use Airbnb. Don't use Verbo. Don't use any of that. Okay. Uh, we're going to let you in on some lifestyle hacks here. One, get a capital one venture card. Okay. Get a capital one venture card. It's a zero yearly fee. It's, uh, if you, I think you have to apply for, for the one that we have most people, I, I don't know if most people get accepted for that one or not, but there's a base one that's below that, that I think like everybody gets accepted for the base one is like mm-hmm. 1.25 air miles uh, per dollar spent. And then the one above that, uh, basically it's just a heavier metal credit card and you get two points per dollar spent, right? That's an mm-hmm. amazing thing. Okay, so if you spend, I'm just throwing out numbers for simplicity here, but if you spend $10,000 a month on business, any business expenses, right? Whether it's paying employees, whether it's ad spend, whether it's uh, anything for the business, you spend 10K, you get 20,000 points, which is $200 for air miles or any travel purchases. That's hotels, that's Airbnbs, that's anything you want to to use it for. Okay, so for 10K, it's 200 points, 200 or $200 for a flight. Okay. So for us, we, we both have separate cards, but we put all of our business expenses onto these cards and we don't pay, um, for anything, (laughs) right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We don't pay to travel. We stay in hotels for free, um, free to us at least. Right. Uh, it's reimbursed. We, our flights are paid for, um, Mm-hmm. Everything's paid for. So one, get a Capital One Venture card. It's been a game changer. Two, the next part, the, the really cool part is the big secret is Furnish Finder. Okay. Scrap Airbnb, scrap Verbo. Uh, one, hotels are better. <laughs> I'm very passionate about this. Brooke knows it. Brooke, why are hotels? Yeah. Why are hotels better than uh, Airbnb? Because you get free breakfast. <laughs> yes. Yes. Free breakfast is crucial. You get the little waffle maker. What else? I don't know. What are you thinking? Well, one, you don't pay a cleaning fee, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we compared yeah. over this past week and we went up to Flagstaff and it was like, we looked at a, a house on Airbnb and it was like a $200 cleaning fee and then like another $100 mm-hmm. and, or not a $200. It was like a $100 cleaning fee, $100 in extra services, services. plus the nightly yeah. fee. And we got a hotel, beautiful hotel, um, really nice room, uh, free breakfast, everything. And it was like cheap. And there was like $10 in extra fees and we got to bring the dog because uh, it was dog friendly. So um, one pro tip, All good use, <laughs> yeah, hotels have come back around. Oh, and, and we get to use our points so we don't pay for it. And every 10 visits on the ho- little hotel app, every 10 nights, you get a free night. So it's like hotels have yeah. gone like a complete 360. They're back in action. Hotels are cool again. Um, <laughs> you take anything from that. This is not yes. business advice so much as uh, personal. Hotels and Furnish Finder. Okay. Furnish Finder is mm-hmm. incredible. Um, that is what Brooke and I use. I'll give you guys a little hack. It's you get a fully furnished, you can choose like a bedroom, like an Airbnb, or like a full house. Mm-hmm. So, like what Brooke and I do is we choose a full house. It's fully furnished, it's beautiful. And you pay on a monthly basis, just like you're just like renting a house for a much mm-hmm. lower amount, right? Like Brooke, how how much were the Airbnbs <laughs> that we were looking to rent for like on a monthly basis? Oh, geez. Yeah. It was like 5,000 plus, wasn't it? Yeah. For like a furnished Airbnb, Monthly. it was like $5,000 yeah. a month. Uh, furnished finder, mm-hmm. you're going to get it for like half or, or you know, close to half, like three fifths, awesome. right? Yeah. And you're going to get yeah. a really nice house in really nice areas. Um, 
So that's what we utilize there. It is designed for travel nurses and executives, but if you just tell them you're an executive traveling for business, mm -hmm. the host will ask you a little bit more um, uh, qualifying questions there, just answer appropriately. Um, I'm not telling anybody to lie here, uh, but they they do. I mean, you're an executive, you're a business owner uh, and you're traveling for work. They just want to make sure that everybody's vetted and is like, a, like an appropriate fit for the house because they like high quality tenants. So Burnish Finder, mm -hmm. um, that's F-U-R-N-I-S-H-E-D, furnishedfinder.com. Um, tons of availability all over the country. So that is our, our secret hack to you guys. Brooke, do you have anything yeah. to add towards that? Um, not sponsored even, just, yep. nope. <laughs> just something we love. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it is so, so nice because, well, Airbnb, like you pay per night, which is why it's so expensive. But sure. obviously, Furnish Finders, it's basically like short-term leases, right? So versus... Mm -hmm signing like a year lease, you're just leasing short term. So yep. that's pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah. We, we are big, big fans. Um, and we're essentially doing this, uh, we're, we're going to live life in uh six month increments for, for those, if anybody listening cares, uh, try it out. <laughs> uh, you can, you can book a furnished finder for six months in a cool spot. If you, if it's you and a spouse, or if you're riding solo, or if you got a small family or no family, right. Um, we're going to do six months in, uh, Phoenix. Then we're going to swing up to uh, the Pacific Northwest, probably Seattle, swing back down to California somewhere. Um, but we're, yeah, we're just going to plan life out in six months. Uh, you could say longer too, or shorter, um, but uh, yeah, give it a try guys. If you guys have any travel questions, I feel like we're, uh, we're getting more experience with uh, this lifestyle. So I might be able to help you. Um, if you guys found any of this helpful, if you guys apply for the credit card, I don't know, give me a thumbs up. I like to know that people are listening, that people uh, <laughs> people take our advice. Um, Brooke, is there anything when it comes to uh, calendar optimization, productivity, um, generally just being a business owner, anything um, or even travel related that you want to um, mm -hmm. share with the, the listeners? There is, yeah, there is one other thing I wanted to add on just like time blocking and, and calendar optimization. Um, one of the biggest things, cause I know we touched on, like we went through that phase of just working all day, every day, pretty much just mm -hmm. work, eat, sleep. Um, what I found during that time as well was I wasn't really being that productive, right? Cause you're in that right. mode of like feeling really burnt out. So now your quality of work is dipping. So one thing that's been super helpful is having that set cutoff time, right? To make sure you finish at a certain time, you right. have your, your me time or your relaxation time, whatever it is you need to feel refreshed basically. Um, and that has made it so I'm much more productive during the workday because I know, okay, I have to be done at this specific time. So we can go on a hike or we can go do whatever. Um, so that's been really helpful. I don't think I mentioned that when we talked about it. So yeah, that's no, my I other think that's, tip. That's crucial. Crucial because, yeah. you know, when, when you have specific things and, and you're, like I said, you're working towards something at the end of the day, right? You want to mm -hmm. earn it. So you want to be twice yeah. as efficient as like the time that you have. And by no means should you neglect your business to go on a hike, but uh, get mm -hmm. your work done still. Then <laughs> don't do the things yes. you enjoy. So right. guys, Make uh, sure getting done. thank you for listening. I hope this was helpful, whether it be personal or business related. Guys, if you want to live that lifestyle, 
right? Here's my shameless CTA. If you want to live that lifestyle, if you want to uh, produce enough income to be able to go travel around the country uh, and not have to worry about finances and just generally live a more stress-free life when it comes to your business, um, get a hold of me uh, on social medias, um, support at Closers for Fitness for uh, email. Reach out. Let's do an audit. Let's see if we can we we can help you kind of live out your dream life as well. So that's my shameless CTA. If you guys have any questions or you guys just want to reach out to us, it's Closers for Fitness on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, and Brooke, what is uh, your socials? Oh yeah, my Instagram is Brooklyn with two E's, so B R O O K L Y N E E underscore fit. Um. Our team page is balanced imperfection underscore coaching Facebook. It's just Brooke Elwert on Facebook. So beautiful, beautiful guys. All right. Thanks for listening. I hope you all have a great day. Crush those sales and let's have a crazy, crazy, awesome January.